Turkey hunting is one of my favorite things. And one of the key tools I use for turkey hunting is the Onyx Hunt Map. I use it incessantly when I'm hunting turkeys. Being able to find a new piece of public or gaining permission on private opens up opportunities for gobblers. Onyx Hunt has a special offer for you this spring. Use the code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com hunt. You'll find more birds this season. I'm telling you, I rely on Onyx Hunt when I'm hunting turkeys. It is an invaluable turkey hunting tool. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting in to go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on and having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. If you're 21 or older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to BlackBuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online. They ship directly to most states or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to, right now, you're listening to the trivia show. And as you know, our the Meat Eater podcast comes out on Mondays. On Wednesdays, you get delivered, hand-delivered, the, the trivia show hosted by Spencer Newharth. Well, on Friday, we're going to deliver you a little treat. Now, if you've been paying attention on, on the internet in general and across every news organization on the planet, you have seen covered these guys out of North Carolina who won slash didn't win the Blue Marlin tournament. Three and a half million bucks. Disqualified. Their, mar- their marlin being dis- disqualified because it had a little nibble mark from a shark on it. Everyone knows like the outline of the scandal, but no one knows the real story of the fish. We're hearing the full, this is the old man in sea level detail on what went on that day and where things stand now and the people behind the rod, behind the steering wheel, Behind the boat. Guys, introduce yourselves. You're going to hear this on Friday, but boys, tell them about yourselves. I'm Ashley Blue. I'm the owner of the Sensation. I'm Bailey Gore, and I was the angler on the Sensation. Greg McCoy. I'm the captain at Sensation Sport Fishing. All right, everybody. Friday. Watch for the drop on Friday. Hear the full story of the $3.5 million Marlin that, that wasn't or isn't right now. It isn't. Maybe it will be. It's a Meat Eater Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Giannis Putellis, Brody Henderson, Seth Morris, Randall Williams, Corinne Schneider, Mackenzie Elmquist, Max Barda, and Sam Bates. Now, Sam... This is your first time on Trivia, so tell folks what you do here at Meat Eater. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Did you introduce Randall? 
Randall's on the show all the time. Our audience oh. knows oh. Dr. Randall well, but they don't know Sam Bates. Okay. Sam, I got to tell you right off the bat, we have like a rule here. It's no computers. How am I supposed to get my work done, Sen Spencer? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is your work for the next 45 minutes okay. is playing trivia and beating Dr. Randall. So Sam, tell folks what you do here, do here at the company. Um, I am a video producer here. What does that mean? Uh, that means I get to produce fun videos that you guys get to watch about hunting. What would be an example of a series like that you oh, work um, with the most? Meat Eater. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Folks have heard of that one. I've uh, just finished season 12. And um, yeah, a bunch of other ones. And Sam, how do you feel about your chances at Meat Eater trivia? Very awful. Okay. <laughs> Not good. Are you familiar with what goes on here? I have no clue. Okay. As the producer of the, the main show that mm-hmm. we produce, Sam, I think that you should have a higher... You know, a little more confidence. Yeah, a little more confidence in yourself. Are I these mean, questions? You, you think about what this this trivia show is about every day. Yeah, but I don't. I, are these questions about the meat eater show? Meat eater <laughs> trivia is from meat eaters four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And the winner will get to choose where a five hundred dollar donation from meat eater goes. So that's what's going to happen here, Sam. So start thinking about now where you want to give your 500 bucks. I, I, I already know. Now, each week here at Trivia, we reveal a new stat. For the stat of the week this week, we're looking at the average player scores after 60 games. Over the first 20 games, the average player score was 4.25. Over the next 20 games, the average score was 4.37. And over the last 20 games, the average score was 4.92. So our average player score has increased 14% throughout the history of the show. How do you feel about that, Brody? Does that seem uh, are right people to you? getting smarter? Or are you asking easier questions? Well, you tell me. What do you think the case is? Or are you is? inviting different people? Mm. Oh, Randall is trying to say <laughs> that there was a moment in time when Randall wasn't on the show, <laughs> and now he is. I'm not sure what to think of that. Okay. You think I can't that. make anything of it. Have I think you... people are just getting better at guessing your questions. Mm, okay. That could be. Have we ever done the stat of just straight up uh, questions? Who gets the most questions right? Well, we had a stat a few months ago. It was when LeBron James set the scoring record in the NBA. We uh-huh. looked at the scoring record for Meat Eater Trivia, mm. which was held by Steve at that point. Um, I think partially because he's been on the most games. He's also a top-tier competitor. But I think if we looked at that stat now, Brody might be in the lead again. He's been on more shows than Steve as of late. Now, here's our zero percenter question of the week, which tests how much knowledge players have retained from previous games. This question was from episode 374. The topic was gear, and nobody got it right. What city is home to the Bass Pro Shops Pyramid? If you know the answer, you can shout it out. Does anybody know it? Isn't it Springfield, Missouri? No. Memphis. <gasps> no, it's in Florida. What's the pyramid? Rapid City? Oh, no. no, the period is in it's, Memphis. Yeah, it's in it's, Tallahassee. Randall got it. It is Memphis. The incorrect answers given in that show were St. Louis, Springfield, Branson, Nashville, and Omaha. The correct answer was Memphis. I think that was before Randall even played. Yeah. So Randall didn't even need to be here for that episode to get it right. I must have seen some other big pyramid down there in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the IGFA headquarters or maybe, and I thought they had something uh, to do with Bass Pro. Nobody's well. been there, seen it? No. Nope. 
We have some housekeeping to get to. In a previous game of trivia, we talked about Puxatawney. Phil, the weather forecasting groundhog. I, I got to interrupt you. It's Punxatawney. <laughs> Punxatawney, Phil, the weather <laughs> forecasting groundhog. Brody took offense to that because he's very uh, Pennsylvania. I mean, Seth, right? uh, Yeah, I agree. Okay. okay. You, uh, could, you could say I'm very Pennsylvania, too. Now, in that episode, I referred to Phil as a marmot, to which Giannis, Brody, and Steve pushed back on. Well, after a little research, I am thrilled to announce that I was right and they were wrong. Here's why. The term marmot refers to the genus Marmota, which contains 15 species of large ground squirrels, including the woodchuck. It would be the equivalent of referring to a largemouth bass as a type of black bass, which is the genus they are part of. So simply put, all woodchucks are marmots, but not all marmots are woodchucks. That's what we were arguing against. You said they were the same thing. It's like saying a fox squirrel and a gray squirrel are the same thing. No, not at all. How, it how is. Did, no, it's not. I just explained to you how there are two marmot, different types of marmots. No, marmot is the what? Marmot is the genus. So a rock chuck is a marmot. An Alaskan marmot is a marmot. Maybe a I'm misremembering, marmot is a but marmot. we. The argument we were having was you saying that the marmots out here are the same as woodchucks back there. That's the argument we were having. I don't think it was. I think okay. you were saying we might have been arguing two two different Yanni, things. Yanni, Yanni, you were there. We're on to a new argument. <laughs> and, and Yanni, Yanni, you were the one who uh, originally brought this topic up. Are you satisfied? Yes, now? very satisfied. <laughs> Thank you. Yanni. If you went back to Pennsylvania and you're talking to a farmer and said, "Can I hunt marmots on your place?" Mm-hmm. He'd be like the hell are you talking about? Sure. But if you said, can I kill the groundhogs in your field? He'd be like, absolutely. Again, Get them all. All woodchucks are marmots. Not all marmots are woodchucks. Also in a previous show, Giannis <laughs> talked about watching bighorn sheep headbutt saguaro cacti, but he didn't know why they did it. Well, according to a recent article in the LA Times, bighorn sheep resort to eating cactus when they're very hungry or very thirsty. Before they do that, though, they will headbutt and kick the cactus so that they can get to its watery innards. This isn't as nutritious as their normal diet, but will hold them over when times are tough. So, Yanni, you were watching some desperate bighorn sheep that wanted to eat that cactus. Hmm. I thought he was just getting his aggression out. Could be both. (laughs) Now, the Shelby Index for today's round is a four, so our winners should get eight correct answers And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Game on, suckers! Sam, as a producer, don't you appreciate what Phil has created there for the intro to trivia? I appreciate everything Phil does. He's okay. a talented man. That's that's the right way to say it. Randall made the observation that after a recent episode we recorded, Phil uh, was sitting over there. He looked like he needed a cigarette, and he got just on <laughs> working a full shift as a 911 operator. That's how busy Phil is during these shows. Question one. The topic is biology, and this will be multiple choice. What does the first A in Noah stand for? Atmospheric, American, administration, or aquatic? And the acronym NOAA is N-O-A-A. What does the first A in NOAA stand for? Atmospheric, American, administration, or aquatic? 
Corinne's just laying her board on the table to write. Mm. <laughs> she hasn't put her name on the board yet either. Help me out, Corinne. Put your name up there. There we go. Here's the question one more time for Corinne. What does the first A in Noah stand for? Atmospheric American Administration Aquatic. A fairly confident room. Corinne showing her answers for all the same. <laughs> Sam, what do you think of Corinne's answer so far that she has I, there? I, I didn't actually. Yeah, I think oh, you okay. gotta hide your answer because it might affect <laughs> thought, someone thought, else's thought. answer. Okay, here, here. Are you ready, Corinne? Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying atmospheric, Corinne saying aquatic, Seth saying atmospheric, Max saying atmospheric, Mackenzie saying aquatic, Giannis saying atmospheric. Sam and Randall saying atmospheric. They got it. The correct answer is Ooh. atmospheric. The acronym NOAA stands for National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The federal agency makes daily weather forecasts, issues severe storm warnings, monitors climate trends, and supports marine commerce. Their mission is to better understand the natural world and help protect its resources on a global scale. Question two, this is our listener question of the week, which was won by Morgan Shepard for sending this great question. Morgan is going to get a book signed by Steve. Who was the outlaw that executed two Idaho game wardens in 1981? Who was the outlaw that executed two Idaho game wardens in 1981? Quick answers from Randall and Brody. I assume both you boys Wait, have this, this right. this isn't multiple choice this again? This is not. Only question <laughs> one will be multiple choice. The I rest, come up with a name. The rest are fill in the blank. You are sitting close to Randall, so keep an eye on what he writes next time. <laughs> she literally picked up Randall's board. I'm not sure how I should feel about that. That's a first. That now is this, a first. Is that cheating? Now, Sam, uh, people take this pretty serious <laughs> oh. in here. That that was a, a significant I, offense. I'm, I'm that flattered, we just but also I feel like feel I feel like everyone should look at his board that. now. <laughs> Again, who was the outlaw that executed two Idaho game wardens in 1981? Looks like Randall and Brody and Sam may be the only ones who did this right. Giannis, no answer from you. I am surprised. Are you Why aware? Why are you surprised? Uh, this, this feels like a question that would benefit age, to which you have. <laughs> He's calling you old. But that was still we've, like we've a long ago. ass time ago. Like, the, you would have been like, yeah, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a five year. How old were you? In 81. Five or six or three. Three. Oh, yeah. Three years old, and you don't remember, Yanni. I notice you're sticking with the cursive on your board. Yeah, that might be a bad move. Maybe that's what's killing me. It's impressive cursive, though. Yeah, it is. It looks great. Thank you. Again, who was the outlaw that executed two Idaho game wardens in 1981? I'm guessing Shelby got this one wrong. Do we need a first and last name? If you have last name, that's good enough. Not just the first, huh? Not just first name. You're making it really easy to cheat. I know this, but I can't think of it. <laughs> it's the most common name. Same. It's really making me mad. <laughs> Yanni, are you ready? Yeah. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have no. Brody saying Claude Dallas. Corinne, without an answer. Seth saying Josie Wells. Josie Wells. Wales. Yeah, Josie Wales. Max saying John Smith. 
Mackenzie without an answer. Giannis saying Bundy. Sam saying Claude <laughs> Dallas. If it's wrong, it's Randall's fault. Randall saying Claude Dallas. The correct answer was Claude Dallas. Good job, Sam. Claude was living in his trapping camp in a remote section of BLM land on the Idaho-Nevada border when it happened. Officer Pogue and Officer Welms were responding to a complaint about sage grouse poaching when they approached Claude's camp. When the wardens entered a tent that contained poached bobcat pelts, Claude shot them with a handgun. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison and was released in 2005. No one is certain of his current whereabouts, but he's been cited living in Utah, Idaho, and Alaska. He only got 30 years for 30 years. dropping two dudes wow. in cold blood? So I, I don't remember what the difference is between like the homicide charges. He got the lesser homicide charge, but then the max penalty for that. And then he was also let out on early bail. I think he even escaped at some point. He in did. There. Yeah, he, he was did. Um, a fugitive. But he's on the free now, and he has been for 18 years. So watch out. Wow. Question three. The topic is officers. cooking. According to the World Food Atlas, beer brats are this state's version of soul food. Again, according to the World Food Atlas, beer brats are this state's version of soul food. Sam, I hope you get this one. A confident room. (laughs) I'm now an honest player, Max. A confident room. Corinne, are you going to get this one right? What was the source on this? I don't know this. According at all. to the World Food Atlas. Hmm. I hope this isn't a trick question. Is everybody ready? Sam? There are no trick questions yet. Right, Spencer? Yeah, I feel like if I get we'll this see. wrong, then the World Food Atlas got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, are you ready? My answers are also multiple choice. <laughs> okay. You need to pick one before we, we reveal. I'm ready. Go ahead pick and one. reveal your answers. We have Brody oh, and Corinne oh. and Seth. <laughs> the entire room. That was by chance. The entire room said Wisconsin. The entire room got it right. Beer brats gained popularity in Wisconsin after Prohibition ended in 1933. The regional dish became a national sensation when the Milwaukee County Stadium started serving them at baseball games in the 1950s. If you want to learn how to make our brat recipe that has a perfect five-star rating on TheMeatEater.com, then check out Danielle Pruitt's recipe called Classic Venison Brats. Is it, but that's, this question was like brats cooked in beer? Or beer just- brats. It said, beer brats are Wisconsin's version of soul food. Question four, the topic is fishing. Savage Gear won the 2016 ICAST Award for Best Hard Bait when they debuted a topwater lure that mimicked this animal. Again, the topic is fishing. Savage Gear won the 2016 ICAST Award for Best Hard Bait when they debuted a topwater lure that mimicked this animal. Seth was confident. Seth, are you going to get this one right? What year was it? 2016. 2016. It was the ICAST Award for Best Hard Bait. You don't have to say too much. I, I don't know. What percentage are you confident that you have this right? Maybe 50. 50%. Savage Gear won the 2016 ICAST Award for Best Hard Bait when they debuted a topwater lure that mimicked this animal animal you're really speedy for only 50 percent i'm just going with my gut it's a good observation mackenzie randall how are you going to get this one right 
Um, it's just a wild guess. Okay. Based on top water. Based on what he knows. Based on the context. Brody doing a lot of writing and scribbling over here. Are you ready? Hope it's something crazy like they did like a baby, like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> a real baby. It's like Only a big bad baby. Is everybody ready? Is everybody ready? Yes, we're just waiting on you, Brody. All right, give me a sec. Now, we have a second. Sam had written down Louisiana also as one of her guesses she, for she, where she 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 it her soul food. She but I just want to know where that, what, what you were thinking. The term soul food just like that, totally okay. took me for a different loop. And then when I thought beer brats, I was like, wait. Wait Wisconsin. a second. I think the only reason that down there they know of the word bratwurst is because like they use it when they make fun of Northerners. Mm. They'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> I went to the store and got me a couple, two, three bratwurst. That's exactly what you sound like, Yanni. <laughs> are you doing a bit there? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. Brody, are we ready? Man, I'm just... I don't like my answer. His whiteboard has to be full of words at this point. I haven't seen him stop writing for the last two minutes. <laughs> Don't All overthink right. it, Brody. Go ahead and oh, reveal your answers. We have Brody Ooh, saying rat. rat. He crossed Ooh. out. What does that say? Frog. Frogs. What else did you Duck. cross out? Duck and frog again. Corinne <laughs> says rat. Seth says frog. Max says duck. Mackenzie says minnow. Giannis says frog. Sam says shrimpies. Randall <laughs> says frog. We have a correct answer in the room. It's duck. Max Whoa. got it right. No way. He was the only one to get it right. Nice. The Savage Max. Gear Suicide it's Duck actually a was made too. by taking a 3D scan of an actual duckling. The lure comes in 4-inch and 6-inch versions that are painted to replicate mallards, wood ducks, loons, and yellow ducklings. They retail for $18 to $21 and have 305 reviews for an average of 4.3 stars on Amazon. Seth, did that sound familiar? Would duck would have been like a second guess if you had a second guess? Yeah, I was picturing that bait. The, yeah, the it's thing actually, that, the thing that threw me off was you said hard bait, and a lot of frogs are soft. Mm -hmm. That's that's a good way to look at Which, it. Which, yeah, that's how I cast uh, categorize them. Brody, yeah. one of the answers you had crossed off was duck. How close yep. were you to picking that? Actually, that I, I thought it was frog or rat. Oh. But have you whatever. guys see, have you guys seen the lure? Yeah, it's actually pretty sweet. Yeah. Those things they really work churn up some water. I've never used it, but... I've never used it, but have seen many videos. Yeah. I know my dad's pond where he lives, you could catch some giant old snapping turtles <laughs> on that bait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they love to eat the baby goslings and baby ducks. Question five. The topic is woodsmanship. Uh, <laughs> Name one of the five worst states to live in if you hate mosquitoes. This is according to a 2023 study that looked at data from every state except Hawaii. Again, you need to name one of the five worst states to live in if you hate mosquitoes. You have 49 options. Hawaii is not one of them. What is the data? I will tell you this. This is according to a 2023 study that looked at data from every state. I won't tell you what that data is right now. Total number of mosquitoes? Not not going to help you there. Mosquitoes we will talk about person? it in the follow-up factoid. I don't you, think there are mosquitoes in Hawaii, is there? You need to, uh, I looked it up, and there are some. Oh, there are? For now, you need to tell me one of the five worst states to live in if you hate <sighs> mosquitoes. Can I write five of just them? One. Yeah, just, just one. Aww. Just one state. Any more than that, you'll get it wrong. 
I'm changing. Did my you get answer. an answer on where I just got it yesterday? Your question. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what that data answer. is, but it was from a 2023 study. Yeah. I've got several answers based on what the data is. So. Okay. Seth, do you have any ducklings in your tackle box? No. Okay. It's tough, tough catching walleyes on those. <laughs> That would be exciting. Yeah. Does everybody have an answer for one of the five worst states to live in if you hate mosquitoes? We should try uh, the duckling in the pond out back. Go it's ahead no. and reveal <laughs> your answers. We have Brody saying Alaska, Corinne saying Louisiana, Seth saying Alaska, Max saying Minnesota, Mackenzie saying Alaska, Giannis saying Florida, Sam saying Vermont, Randall saying Minnesota. The five states are Louisiana, Ooh, Florida, wow. South Dakota, New York, and Texas. What? 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 So Come we had a on. few correct Eeyore? answers in the are room. Are you kidding? Come on. I've this been study, this study used a 100-point like, scale <laughs> that looked at data like average summer temperature, rainfall, <laughs> number of mosquito species, number of mosquito-transmitted diseases, and Google searches per 100,000 people relating to mosquito prevention. Louisiana <laughs> held the top spot <laughs> with a score of 63, followed by Florida at 60, South Dakota at 59. New York at 58, and Texas at 56. South Dakota's a big mosquito state, huh, Spencer? It is. They it's got it's real human news. there. I don't like We should make them go to Alaska. Yeah, yeah seriously. With, with no shirt on, just sit yeah. there for a few hours. Yeah, I think why Alaska fake. didn't make it is maybe because it's such a short mosquito season. Maybe. Mm. But when you're there. Yeah. Also, that's a but lot of state out there that is, is real cold and would not do well with their criteria. Phil, we are halfway through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update it is a very tight game Every, everyone is on the board as well we've got Mackenzie with one point Seth and Corinne have two and we have a five-way tie wow. for first Whoa. place between Sam Randall Max Giannis and Brody who all have three <laughs> points apiece I would be so excited. Like the first <laughs> half of the game never even took place if we went to I'm, a five-way tie I'm just saying <laughs> if Sam wins like that first question You're that right, she man. cheated on we, we will throw out the squad down <laughs> if it comes to it <laughs> what Fair. she cheated no. No. Man, between streaming services, fitness apps, and delivery services, it's never ending. I'm talking about the, the, the subscriptions, the monthly dings on your credit card. Well, thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app. It goes in and finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. Meaning, you know, like, let's say there's like a show that comes out and you want to watch it and you wind up doing like this free trial and you forget about it. And then two years later, you realize you're paying those hosers 12 bucks a month for something you don't use. It finds that stuff, cancels it. It helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings instead. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. That's rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. Again, rocketmoney.com slash meat eater. Spring is a great time to do something with your family. 
do some spring cleaning, which I kind of started today outside, planning outdoor activities, which I'm always doing, taking a little trip to Hawaii with your kids for spring break, which I just did, which was great. You know what else you can do for your family this spring? You can shop for life insurance with Policy Genius. Make that part of your financial planning for the year. I've said it before a thousand times. I'll say it again. When my wife and I, when we started having kids, we got serious about life insurance. And man, I felt so much better after we did. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. The single most valuable tool I have for chasing turkeys next to my scattergun is the Onyx Hunt app. If I'm hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. If I'm not hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. I'm always using Onyx. I live by that stuff. I can't tell you the number of birds this app has put me on by allowing me to easily find new areas to hunt. It's invaluable. I use it all the time. Even properties I know super well. And I'm at my buddy Bubbly Doug's house. I'm using Onyx, and I've hunted this place a million times. With their compass mode, I can pinpoint exactly on the map where a gobble rang out from and then figure out the perfect spot to set up. Meaning, if I'm sitting there, let's say I'm at Bubbly Doug's, I'm in the navel, and I hear, I'll like instinctively pull up Bubbly Doug's place on on X, and I'll look at the topography, and I'll be like, oh, that sucker must be over in that little opening over there. Waypoints also, and the ability to share them. Okay, comes in handy every spring. Whether that's revisiting old waypoints where I've been on birds before or sharing them to buddies to help put them on birds. This app will help you find more turkeys. Onyx Hunt has a special offer for you too. Use code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt this turkey season. Question six, the topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Alan Skora. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Lake Itasca is the headwater for this American river. Ooh. Lake Itasca is the headwater for this American river. Can you spell Itasca? I-T-A-S-C-A. Lake Itasca is the headwater for this American river. Is that lake in America? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going question. to help you. Oh, fair uh, true. Very good question. Max, think about and I'm not even going to tell you if Max is right or wrong, but Max had an emphatic yes. Again, Lake Sorry. Itasca is the headwater for this American river. Max, you're only hurting yourself when you gave out that hint because I think I you were also up. the only person who looked confident in this room. Randall, how we doing over here? Not great, Spencer. Not great. Not a lot to go on in that in that uh, question. Lake Itasca is the headwater for this American river. Do you want me to tell you the town that's by it too? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Stop talking. <laughs> I already Seth wrote my answer. Is okay. uh, our Randall or excuse me, our Max's hints helping you out over there? Uh, <clears throat> no. Okay. Yeah. Is, every, is everybody ready? Yes and no. Wait, oh wait. I but mostly an, I no. I have an idea. I'm not going to change my Itasca answer. Itasca is the headwater 
for this Aww. American River. Just because I've thought of a river name finally. Randall, are you ready? Sure. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Got Brody it. saying Hudson, Corinne saying Hudson, There's Seth saying Fox, Max saying Mississippi, Mackenzie saying Hudson, Giannis saying Mississippi, Sam saying Potomac, Randall saying Hudson. The correct answer is Mississippi River. Yeah. Max Dang and Yanni got it right. Max had such confidence that if you knew anything about Max, you would know what part of the country he's from, which is where, Max? Midwest. But Minnesota or North Dakota? North which Dakota. one? North Dakota, basically Minnesota. Yeah, but every, every, every summer we would go to uh, Park Rapids, Minnesota, um, as a family to celebrate the 4th of July, and we would always go to Itasca. Itasca State Park. So. so that's that's the bone you've thrown Max here. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, it's just Max happened to be in the room. At the start of the Mississippi in Minnesota, the river is just 18 feet wide and knee deep. From there, it travels 2,500 miles to the Gulf of Mexico. Although parts of the Mississippi River have been flowing for 70 million years, Lake Itasca wasn't created until after glaciers receded about 10,000 years ago. Question seven, the topic is cooking. What sauce is traditionally served on Eggs Benedict? What sauce is traditionally served on Eggs Benedict? Looks like the entire room you will get, get points this one if you right. can't spell it. Spelling does not matter in this game. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> is everybody ready? Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. Uh, every single player says Hollandaise. They got it right. The correct Seth answer. said holiday, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, holiday. <laughs> the correct answer is hollandaise sauce. You know what Eggs I mean. Benedict was invented <laughs> in the late 1800s in Manhattan. A traditional <laughs> Eggs Benedict meal includes an English muffin, Canadian bacon, poached eggs, and hollandaise sauce. If you want to learn how to make an untraditional version of this breakfast classic, then go to TheMeatEater.com and watch Kimmy Werner's video called How to Make Lobster. Benedict. Oh, that sounds good. Tasty. Question eight. We will get a scoreboard update from Phil the Engineer after this. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Ron Moon. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. This national forest, which is located in Missouri, was almost named Hillbilly National Forest. What? It's in Missouri? In Missouri. This national forest, which is located in Missouri, was almost named Hillbilly National Forest. A not very confident room. Yanni with the quickest answer. Yanni, do you have this one right? Maybe. Maybe. I think we hunted in this national forest. Oh, there's a hint from Seth. I can't remember. This national forest, which is located in Missouri was almost named Hillbilly National Forest. The only reason I probably would know is because I probably, as the once producer of the Meat Eater television show, probably got the permit to film on that Some generous hints here from Yanni, Seth, and Max. Brody's doing like deep meditation over here trying to He's smelling his marker is what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Helps me focus. It's not called smelling. (laughs) I don't even think I could name a town in Missouri. Uh Uh-oh. Well, we need you to come Come up with the National Forest. Brody, did all this talk of permits and filming and hunting help you out? No. Okay. This national forest, which is located in Missouri, was almost named Hillbilly National Forest. 
Does everybody have an answer? Seth doesn't. <laughs> Seth, do we need to move you? Do we need to separate you and Max? I'm is having he, a terrible. Is he becoming a problem my, over there. My my mind is garbage today. Very monkeyless. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We yes. have Brody saying Ozark, Corinne without an answer, Seth without an answer, Max saying Ozark, Mackenzie saying Jefferson, Giannis saying Mark Twain, Sam saying Ozarks, Randall saying Ozarks. We have a correct answer in the room. It's Mark Twain National wow. Forest. Nice job, Giannis. Yanni got it right. That's impressive. In 1937, National Forest Supervisor James Deal wrote a letter to the regional director with 15 potential names for Missouri's only national forest. The list included options like John James Audubon National Forest, Daniel Boone National Forest, Kickapoo National Forest, Osage National Forest, Glades National Forest, Hillbilly National Forest, and the eventual winner, Mark Twain National Forest. Yanni, is that in place? that you indeed had to get a film permit for Once Upon a Time. You know, thinking back, we did? Yeah. Seth? What did we film there? We With Parker Hall, the squirrel hunting. Oh, that's right. I was kept thinking oh, about the turkey. Oh, did we just spot burn a, a place? I mean, no, it's big. No, it's a giant forest. <laughs> yeah, I think it's 1.5 million acres. I think if yeah. you pick any patch of trees in Missouri, you're uh-huh. going to find squirrels. That's so. right. But uh, Steve and I hunted turkeys there, I think, the year prior to mm. going there for squirrels mm. with Parker Hall. Yeah. Phil, we have two questions left. I feel like Yanni may have separated himself from the pack. Where does the scoreboard stand? Corinne, Seth, and Mackenzie are no longer in the running. Oh, no surprise. But we've got <laughs> Sam, so happy. Randall, and Brody, all with four points apiece. <laughs> Max has five, and Giannis indeed separated himself uh, and is in first place with six Nine! (laughs) Question nine. The topic is hunting. Sydney Wells, who is the daughter of Tim Wells, started creating outdoor content for this company in 2021. Sydney Wells, who is the daughter of Tim Wells, Started creating outdoor content for this company in 2021. <laughs> Randall, do you have this one right? I do. Looks like Max and Seth have this one right as well. Sam, are you confident? No. No, okay. Do you want me to help you out? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not happening. <laughs> a lot of I've, I've, Max, never, I've never won trivia, so I'm I'm gunning for you. <laughs> wow. When, how this long ago? Exciting. 2021. Sydney Wells, I feel like it's like a, I got who is like a the daughter of Tim Wells, oh, yeah. started see, creating right outdoor now. content for this company in 2021. <sighs> Yanni, I think we're waiting on you. I'm ready. Oh, I got to Oh, we are waiting on oh. Brody. Take it back. Brody, are we ready? No. I'll show you, but you can't change your. <laughs> I have no, no. idea. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Yeti, Corinne without an answer, Seth and Max saying Barstool, Mackenzie saying Bass Pro, Giannis saying Mossy Oak, Sam saying Wells Company, Brandall, excuse me, Randall saying (laughs) Barstool. The second time today I called you Brandall. Brandall. It happens more often than you think. The correct answer is Barstool. Max, Seth, and Randall got it right. 
Tim is famous for videoing his extreme bow hunting exploits, like the time he speared himself in the leg while climbing a tree in Africa. Sydney has been making outdoor content since 2012 as the co-host of Relentless Pursuit and the host of Viral Outdoors. Phil, we have one question left. What does the leaderboard look like? Well, Max just made it interesting by tying it up. It's Giannis and Max with six points apiece. Randall has five and can technically still claw his way back. Question 10. The topic is trapping. (laughs) This next great question comes to us via Mitch Pate. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. This state, which has a beaver on its flag, was nicknamed the Beaver State because fur trading dominated its economy in the 1800s. This state, which has a beaver on its flag, was nicknamed the Beaver State because fur trading dominated its economy in the 1800s. Yanni hasn't picked up his board yet. He likes the drama. 1800s is a long, That's a long time, time span. Max, how do you feel but about there was your a specific I, period I in there where beavers were part of the economy? Yeah. It seems Large like it was part. like a... Like, I've said enough. Max, what are the said odds too much. you have some this might, one right? Um, <laughs> some might say. <laughs> Randall, you should know this one. Maybe one out of ten. Micro, all the one book out reading of ten. Yeah. I, hope I, I hope I get it. <clears throat> we would need Randall to get this right and Max and Giannis to both get it wrong to go to overtime. Or uh, we could have Yanni and Max both get it right and then those two would go to overtime. You'll but Yanni it. has yet to come up with an answer. Even though Brody is making eyes at him, try to give him hints. What, what? are you What are you rooting for over here, the Brody? Beaver State. The I'm Beaver rooting for a three way tie. Three way tie. Where do all yeah, the beavers yeah. live? This state, which has a beaver on its flag, was nicknamed the Beaver State because fur trading dominated its economy in the 1800s. Yeah, I'm trying to think think of flags right now. <laughs> you can recognize a lot of state flags. <laughs> I'm just picturing uh, all the 50 maybe. flags. <laughs> Yanni, we are waiting on you. Still thinking. One out of 50, Yanni. I hope you can do better than that. Are you ready? Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Oregon, Mm. Corinne saying Virginia, Seth saying Missouri, Max saying Maine, Mackenzie saying Michigan, Giannis saying Wyoming, Sam saying Oregon, Randall saying Oregon. The correct answer is Oregon. Stop it! A few folks got it right. Other nicknames for Oregon include the Webfoot State and the Sunset State. The beaver has been an official state symbol of Oregon since 1969, and they're fittingly the only state that has a beaver on its flag. Although the Oregon Fish and Wildlife Commission rejected a beaver trapping ban in 2020, it's believed legislators will revisit the idea again in 2023. With Randall getting that right, and is it Yanni, Oregon State or Oregon University? Oregon, Oregon State. State. I was, I was thinking that. Oregon and is they have a town called Beaverton too. Beaverton. Mm, that's what Beaverton. I base oh, my answer off of. <laughs> mm-hmm. With Randall getting that right, and Max and Yanni getting that wrong, we are going to overtime. Play the drop, Phil. Tiebreaker. If you ain't first, you're last. 
<laughs> I think just cut it at if you ain't first, you're last, and then like go into other stuff that's funny. I never liked it. Hey, Phil, f off, man. <laughs> the tie-breaking topic is conservation. What year was conservationist Steve Irwin killed by a stingray? Ooh. This is a numerical question, so whoever is closest between our three competitors left will be declared the winner. You can go over, you can go under. And if somebody in this room hits it dead nuts, then we will add an extra $100 to the donation. So we can, even if we're not Everybody in the should play along. That's right, Mackenzie. Write down an answer for what year was conservationist Steve Irwin killed by a stingray. Max, how nervous are you? Scale one to ten? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sweating over here. Okay. I think you should be. Have, have you even ever been close to a no, victory No, this before? is the closest okay. thing I've ever... Max, I'm, I'm pulling for you. And I, I love winning, I'm so... I'm pulling for you too, Max. As, as a lifelong... <laughs> How old is Steve Irwin's daughter? I don't know. Not, Bindi? Not gonna, no I, hands. I think Bindi? she's like mid-20s. Sam, this is very serious at this moment. <laughs> yeah. We will tell you, we will tell you again. <laughs> Max has never won. There's a lot riding on this answer. Randall, you were coming to the mic. What, what do you have? As a lifelong conservationist and committed steward of our shared resources. Uh -huh. The question of when Steve Irwin died is right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. You know it? Exactly? He's joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I think I'm... I think I'm... I think still, Randall knows it. Does like everybody does have too. an answer? Corinne, please write down an answer. We may add an extra $100 donation to the oh, end of the game. What year was conservationist this is Steve work. Irwin killed <laughs> by a stingray? Max hasn't changed his answer at all. Neither has Yanni or Randall. Sticking with my gut. They've had a lot of time to sit here and think about it. Oh, what are we doing, Randall? I forgot what year it currently was. <laughs> okay. I did my math wrong. I feel like I should... Yeah. Oh, now Yanni's getting nervous. <laughs> That's crazy. I had the same answer as you. And then you changed yours. Whoa. Is everybody ready? Shit. I don't know. Oh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We've now had Randall change his answer, and he's thinking about changing again because Sam declared it was the same answer that she had. Yanni has right, also become nervous, picked up know. his board, and changed his answer. I've Either just way, been he's overthinking way off. this. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We Ooh, have Brody saying 2006, too. Corinne saying 2012, Seth saying 2007. Mackenzie saying 2009, Sam saying 2011. Our three competitors left. We have Max saying 2008. Yanni, what did that say? 2018. Yanni saying 2018, and Randall saying 2012. One of you got it right on the nose. Oh, boy. The, the correct answer is 2006, making Max Whoa! our winner. And Brody got it right on the nose, so we nice, now have a $600 donation. Thank you, thank you. Instead of $500. Max, how does it feel? Oh, it feels great. Yeah, take a victory lap. Thanks, you folks. Uh, I, do whatever you need. Take the rest of the day off while you're at thank it. You. <laughs> thank you. Well done, Max. <laughs> thank you. Wow. How did you come to the math that it happened in 2008, which was two years off from the you real know, answer? Um, I was thinking back to my childhood, and I watched him on Animal, Animal Planet for like the longest time ever. So uh, I was just thinking about grade school. 
Well done, Max. He was filming at the Great Barrier Reef when it happened. The stingray pierced his chest, penetrating his heart and causing massive trauma. The producer of the show he was filming said Irwin died within a minute. The entire thing was captured on video, but the footage has never surfaced. So with Brody hitting it right on the nose, we now have a $600 donation. Max, where is that going to go? Brody, do you want to talk about this? Oh, no, you go for it. You go for it? (laughs) Um... I'm going to say... He's never been here before, folks. No. Give him, give him a chance. Um, but I was actually thinking about this before. Okay. Before the game. Um, I'm going to say the HRC, and that's the Hunting and Retrieving Club. What do you like about them? Um, a lot of things. It's a lot of hunting dogs. Um, they put on tests um, for titling your dogs, and I have two tests coming up this next month for... So you're hoping to sway the answer the, no, the results? No, not at all. I'm not trying to sway the judges. <laughs> that is just talking about Ruby. That's a, a cool, new org yeah. that we've donated to. Now, Ruby, has she been to their test before? Yeah, multiple. How does she do? Um, I think she's passed eight. Eight tests? Uh, eight out of ten tests? So where does that put her? Is she, like, working on a certain certification right now? Is she yeah, trying she's, to advance she's working to on a higher her finish, level? Yeah, working on her finished title. Okay, and so, then what? Um, and then after that... We could move into the AKC, which is a totally different wow. thing. Totally different type of hunt test and everything like that. So, Well done, Max. $600 cool. donation going to the HRC some from Meat Eater, Max, and Ruby. Join us next time for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. Hey, I'm excited to share our newest sponsor here on the Meat Eater Podcast, which is Poncho Outdoors. The reason I'm excited is I buy their shirts anyways. Dude, they make some good shirts. And they even have an option where if you're like a skinny dude, you can click like the skinny dude thing. It's great. Based in Austin, Texas, Poncho is committed to crafting the world's best outdoor shirts for men. Poncho is only sold on their own website. So head over to ponchooutdoors.com, use code MEATEATER for a free hat or t-shirt with any purchase of a shirt. Poncho offers free shipping and returns, so you can try them out risk-free. Outdoor adventure won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup. Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more.